You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we're going to be talking all about social media update, where are ready-to-buy customers being found? This is one of the number one questions that I get from coaches and reps. And honestly, it's probably the number one question that most entrepreneurs really have because you don't have a viable business unless you actually have customers and your business is not an expensive hobby, but rather something that is actually profitable. So this is definitely always the million dollar question. Literally, how you get to six figures and to seven figures is you need to learn where your customers are, and how to create a constant flow of customers. Just a couple of things to understand in terms of the customer landscape and what you really need to know about finding customers. Well, first of all, when it comes to actually finding customers, the ones that are actually most expensive are the customers that are ready to buy. And what that means is that people go through something that is called the stages of change. You don't just usually wake up one day and decide to make a huge, huge life change. Normally what happens is you go through these stages where you will pre-contemplate. So it might be that you're maybe trying on some clothes and you realize that your clothes don't quite fit like they used to. Or you may go shopping and realize, oh, I'm not in the same size that I once used to be. And you start to pre-contemplate maybe making some changes or it just sits in your your subconscious that maybe there's something that's a little bit different that makes me a bit uncomfortable and you go through these various changes before you become this ready to buy customer that is willing to put out your credit card and i think what can be a bit misunderstood is everyone is eager to have these customers that are just ready to buy on the spot with their credit card now the problem with that approach is that because everybody wants those ready to buy customers that are ready to pull out their credit card. It's a very expensive area to be. Everyone is fighting for the attention of those ready to buy customers. So you're competing against really, really big brand names at that point. So if that is who your ideal target is, is to just find people that are ready to buy right now, then you're going to be competing. If you're in the health and fitness space, for example, that is a hugely, hugely competitive space. So you're going to be competing against other really big brand names that have tons of money to spend 
on finding customers. So it could be, you know, like Equinox or Les Mills or Good Life Fitness. Like they're all competing for those people that are ready to buy and they have tons of money to spend on their ads to get people when they're ready to buy. So that is the most, most, most competitive space. So you actually don't want to be focusing on ready to buy customers. What you actually want to be focusing on is actually taking a step back from this and realizing that there is this customer value journey that people need to go on to be ready to purchase from you. And your best effort is actually focused on planting seeds along the way before you are just asking people to buy from you. And I think this is the biggest mistake that people make around social media is they think social media is just a place that you can post and just get customers. Well, it doesn't work like that. And you know, eight to 10 years ago, it did because social media was not as saturated and people were not as, I'm going to use the word maybe offended or annoyed to go on social media and be sold to. And this is usually what most uplines where their business really flourished is eight to 10 years ago. And that's when they got their start. So it's not their fault. They don't know the current social media climate and you can't teach what you don't know. So unfortunately, I think that that's where a lot of bad advice actually comes from is it's coming from a place of this is what I did and it worked for me. So you should be able to do that and it should work the same. It's just not the case that is how social media works these days anymore. It used to work, but it doesn't anymore. Really what the mistake is posting and expecting people to just buy there, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or wherever you may be right now. So what I want you to think about instead is this customer value journey. So this is something actually that Digital Marketer came up with to explain how the value journey of a customer works. So the first thing that you want to think about is they need to become aware of you, right? So think of it, it's the exact same as dating, right? You're not going to just give somebody your phone number the first time that you see them and ask them to marry you on that first sighting, right? There is this warm-up process that has to happen. So the first stage here is awareness. So the person becomes aware of you. Now, if you are somebody that is new in the social media game, this requires showing up and posting consistently on social media so that someone may become aware of you. And it could be, you know, you're using different hashtags and you have something in common with them. And there is this general awareness. Now, as you get more skilled in this, like you're definitely, definitely going to want to use ads. The difference is, is that if you are not using any ads, you're going to hit a point that nobody new is really seeing you anymore, right? In the beginning, you have this like pool of people that are in your kind of social circle and, you know, uplines will tell you like, go add new connections and people you don't know. And then those people are going to start seeing your posts. Some people are going to sniff that out and realize it's super fishy and be like, okay, I'm never going to, this person just wants to sell me something. Like people know that, right? When you add random connections or, you know, that sort of idea, like that old school way of thinking just doesn't work anymore. So you have this point that you're going to be posting things and your audience is going to be kind of seeing it for the first time and you're going to get some traction. But then what happens is that pool dries up. If you're not, you know, reaching new people, you're not putting out any content, you just reach this point that the same people are seeing your posts over and over and over again and no one is taking action. So at this point, 
before you are maybe adding ads and doing in doing those sort of things, you might be doing this, you know, call it organically, eventually, you'll get to a point that you do want to use some ad spend and pay to play to get your post in front of more people. So when you do get to a point that you are ready to invest in your business and spend some money, this would mean that this post or whatever you're putting out there, it gets boosted to more people. So more people are seeing your message. Now, that doesn't mean that you can just slap some shit together and cross your fingers and hope it works. It absolutely does not mean that you can do that unless you want to waste money. I used to do this all the time. I would just throw something together and be like, yeah, this is a great ad and then hope that it would take off. And that's just not the way that you know, after years of spending money on on ads and Facebook and Instagram, that's not the way we do things anymore. But the point of explaining this is that the awareness stage is usually where you would spend some ad dollars to get your message out to more people so that you get more awareness. It's the, the top of your funnel. You want more people to be aware of you so that they may eventually buy from you. So after someone becomes aware of you, they're going to then engage with you. And some people will drop off, like just how you think about a funnel, it kind of cinches in. So at the next level here, engagement, people will go to your uh, Instagram page and they're going to like click through your stories and sort of watch some of those. They're going to look at previous posts and just see like, do our values align? Like, are we on the same page here? And it would be the same. They might go to your Facebook page, a Facebook group. They're going to go in and like actually interact with you and engage with you if they like what they're seeing. So after they do that, this is the point that most coaches and reps and, you know, directors, anyone in a network marketing business, and frankly, any business at all, people miss. They think, okay, they've engaged with me. They should be putting up their hand to join me. That is not how this works. Social media is for planting seeds. Then from there, you actually want to get people to subscribe. So what this means is that you want to get them on some email list to be able to have a more intimate conversation with them. So at this point, you want to have an offer where you are collecting an email address. So we recommend a lead magnet. It can be a really great way. It's a something that you create that you give away for free. And it's something that in exchange for that, you get an email address. And what this does is email is such a more fluid way to have communication with somebody because everybody checks their email. And email is definitely a huge opportunity that most people do not use. I remember when we first hit 26,000 subscribers on our email list, which sounds like a lot. I understand that. Facebook ads and Instagram ads were a huge part of building that email list. But as soon as we were hitting those numbers, like every email address is worth a dollar. So we were able to generate like $26,000 in sales just from email when our list was that big. It's amazing. Like some people even say an email address is worth $5 an email. It's a huge opportunity that most people are missing. Hey, Sarah here. I'm Ashley's editorial director and podcast manager, and I also happen to be her cousin. If you're trying to grow your business using Instagram and you've pictured chucking your phone out the window, first, I don't blame you. Second, it might be because you're looking to Instagram to bring you customers. Now hear me out. I know the social media struggle is real and can be frustrating as heck. We've all had problems with knowing where to start to make new connections and find followers or with wasting time on the wrong people or knowing how the heck to move someone from saying not right now to where do I sign up or with spending tons of fruitless time scrolling for brilliant ideas. 
I've been there. Let me tell you, Ashley and our team have had countless conversations with over 9,500 coaches and reps who are feeling it just like you are. That's why she's decided to host her Instagram Business Blueprint Workshop coming up on Sunday, May 22nd. The truth about how Instagram can explode your business is so much simpler than you think. You're going to feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. Read all about it and get registered at www.ashleyshaw.ca forward slash Instagram workshop. That's ashleyshaw.ca forward slash Instagram workshop. We're so excited and we can't wait to see you in there. So after someone has engaged with you, you then want to move them to subscribe so that you have an email and you can start sending them emails and building your relationship and communicating with them. And normally in that series there, we have what's called an indoctrination series. So it gives them the best of the best of my content. It's going to send them to the best podcast episodes. It's going to tell them about my podcast because that's where I deliver free content consistently week over week. I want them to know about that resource and they're going to get to know me better through that series. So after that point of them subscribing, then what we want to do is we want to move them to the next stage, which is convert. Convert can be either a small tripwire offer. When I say tripwire, it just means something under the $27 mark. Our first tripwire would be our book, F what your upline said, or it could be a time commitment. So it could be a training or a masterclass, or it could be a one-on-one call. It just depends on your process and what you feel that you're really good at. So after you get them to either make that small commitment or to make a time commitment, you would then give them a big aha moment. You need to give them a big aha moment. Like this is why you've been failing all this time. And this is why this is the perfect solution before you make the offer. I know I've made that sound super simple and hopefully you're feeling that way that it really is. But this is the number one reason why people struggle so hard with spending hours and hours on social media without any real results to show for it is that they just focus on awareness and engagement and they don't have any back end processes to move people forward through the funnel. So people cannot just become aware of you and engage with you and then you can't just ask them to marry you and expect that that's going to go well. It doesn't work like that. And I think that that is one of the things that really needs to be demystified because a lot of people, a lot of influencers don't talk about the back end processes that they really have. They just try to sell you, you know, oh, join, you know, this Instagram group and I'm going to show you how I get lots of engagement on my posts or I'm going to sell you these captions. And really, there's no linkage here to how you actually how the sales process actually works. You've got to link all these pieces in together to make the sales process work. And the other thing is, if you don't have these processes built out, as in you don't have a lead magnet or you don't have the emails up and running on the back end, there's really no point in starting your ads because once they see a post from you, there's no other action for them to take. So you're never really going to be profitable with your ads unless you have this system in place to help push them through your funnel. So if you're out there and you're just looking for ready to buy customers, hopefully this episode has been really, really informative to understand what actually needs to happen 
on the back end. And instead of focusing on ready to buy customers, you want to focus on customers that are ready to solve a problem. The other area that, you know, you might not always find people that are exactly, they're in the ready to solve and ready and open for options. But the other area is they are problem aware. They realize they have an issue and they haven't even really started looking at solutions yet, but you can talk to this audience. That is the biggest audience actually out there is people that are problem aware or there's also the, you know, kind of unaware category. But that really, to me, that's not my cup of tea. I I don't really want to focus on people that don't know they, (laughs) they have a problem yet. I'd rather focus on people that are feeling that hurt and are ready to be open and listen to action. Um, I think the other you know thing to mention here is when it comes to awareness and engagement, that's where a podcast or having a YouTube channel can be really, really effective because then people can go and engage with that material. They can learn what you're all about and they can start asking questions. And what you can do in those places, if you have a podcast or a YouTube channel, is you start answering the questions that they have, the things that they need to understand so that they can make an informed decision. Now, whether that's with you or someone else, you know, ultimately your goal is to educate people so that they can make the best, best decision for themselves. And that's why the whole sales process is a funnel. It doesn't mean just because a certain number of people are aware of you, it doesn't mean that that exact same number is going to buy from you. It ultimately means that as people go through your funnel, they're going to self-select if they should actually be continuing to work with you or not. And you definitely want to make sure that those people self-opt out because there's nothing worse than having people that end up buying from you that are just not happy because the product wasn't right for them. So don't be afraid if you see people unsubscribing and you see your follower count go down and you see these things. As you become more clear in your message, this is going to become so, so much more obvious. And it's a good thing. It means that there is clarity and you're really finding the people that are best for you. I hope this episode today was helpful and definitely drop me any questions that you guys may have about what we've discussed today. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.